Welcome to On Texas Football. Surprise, surprise. The Longhorns go to St. Louis, Missouri, grab one of the nation's very top receivers. Uh, Ryan Wingo out of St. Louis's University High School has committed to the Longhorns just moments ago, Jerry. A big-time pickup for the Longhorns over Missouri, Georgia, Ohio State, I mean, you, Tennessee, you name it. Everybody wanted him. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, one of the top receiver prospects in the country, and he's been that way really since his sophomore year. Obviously, he comes from a football family. His brother was a running back at Arkansas. Uh, a lot of athleticism in that family, but he kind of burst onto the scene as a sophomore, caught 32 passes, 686 yards, ran a 10.85, 10.89 as a sophomore on the track. So people really started to take notice, especially when you're 6'1", 190 at the time. This guy's now 6'1 and a half, nearly 210 pounds, and ran 10.55 last spring. So he is big, and he is fast, and he's also good in the return game. And how good does Texas think he is, Bobby? Steve Sarkeesian's had him targeted for well over a year and personally recruited him through the wide receiver coaching change after last season. Yeah, it's crazy. The 10.55 he ran, fully automatic, finished third in the state of Missouri in the 100-meter at six one and a half two oh five. Just think wild. about that. His junior stats, Jerry: forty-one catches, seven hundred eighty-five yards. So that's right at what nineteen yards a catch. Yeah. Twelve TD, twelve TDs receiving, one rushing, and then he had two punt returns uh, for a touchdown. He returns only six punts as a junior. Two of them back for touchdowns. Averaged thirty point five yards a punt return. Uh, not only that, he played defense as a junior. Yeah. 44 tackles, two sacks, two interceptions. Um, he, he's been limited somewhat this year by a knee, knee injury that's kept him sidelined, but that has not kept schools from uh, knocking yeah. down his door, including, as you mentioned, Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, what is his big calling card, in your opinion, Jerry? Not only does he have that speed, but is his, is his size combination with his Ball skills, what, what's the idea here? Yeah, Bobby, I, I think, look, he's A.D. Mitchell with more vertical speed. I, I, that's kind of what I see him as for Texas fans wondering about Ryan Wingo. Now, he may have a little bit more juice in the return game than A.D. Mitchell did, but as far as the position he's going to play at Texas, it's the one A.D. Mitchell's playing now, and I think he's this, a big frame kid with more vertical speed than A.D. Mitchell, and that's not a knock on A.D. Mitchell, but A.D. Mitchell didn't run 10.55 as a junior in high school. Uh, but that, that's a big thing uh, with Ryan Wingos. There's just not many guys with that size, physical strength, look, and then long speed combination. And I think that makes him different than a lot of others. I'm looking at the, the list of Texas commitments. Texas now up to 19 commitments on the recruiting campaign. Uh, the third consensus five-star uh, to go alongside uh, Colin Simmons, defensive end edge out of uh, Duncanville High School, Brandon Baker out of Santa Ana, California, modern day, a big offensive lineman, and now Ryan Wingo, a uh, young man out of St. Louis, uh, Missouri. Uh, Jerry, uh, it came down to Texas and Mizzou, it sounds like, at the very end. Yeah. Uh, Longhorns had him in on campus uh, a couple of weeks, or almost a month ago now, I believe. Uh, Missouri has, has hosted him a couple times. Those two schools really came to bear, but I think it was a battle between the two head coaches. Uh, it sounds like both of them wanted him. Uh, for their receiver core. Yeah, it's been an interesting recruitment for me to cover because it's been, it's been some, uh, you know, I had a pick in for Texas. Um, uh, when he came in that September 17th weekend, I mean, I think he gave a silent commitment to Texas. And I put in a, I put in a pick for Texas. 
felt good about it. I ended up switching it to Missouri because shortly after that, I mean, it, it was almost like Texas was left for dead in this recruitment. Um, and, and all the picks in the industry started coming in for Missouri. And then, you know, I, I, I didn't write him off, but I somewhat wrote, wrote him off. I was like, you know, this probably isn't going to happen. Then in the last few days, you started hearing more and more about the contact with Texas again. And even last night leading up to the announcement, oh, he, he, was in, he was in contact with Texas. Um, so then you said, okay, uh, I, I, I don't know if I can switch a pick again on this one, uh, but things started trending for Texas once again. I think, Bobby, the interesting thing with his recruitment, it, it, the one thing I've said about Ryan is when this recruitment started, he visited, you know, his official visits, Georgia, Michigan, Texas. He had some unofficials to Notre Dame, Tennessee, a couple other places, right? That's a eyes wide open looking to play at a big time university recruitment. And that's not a knock on Missouri. They made a hell of a run at it. But when this recruitment started, he didn't really have eyes for Missouri. Missouri had a great year. Luther Burden's probably the best player in college football. Nobody talks about enough. Um, and, and Eli Drinkwitz has a good offense uh, that's, uh, that's very inviting the wide receivers. But here's the thing with Ryan, too. When I talked to him way back, um, he made an unofficial visit to Texas when Arch Manning was making an official visit in June of 2022, Anthony Hill, some of those guys. But when I talked to Ryan early in the season, you know, the thing that struck me, Bobby, with Texas was he liked well, – I said, what do you like about Texas? It's Austin. I can have a life outside of football if I go there. I'm not just a football player. I'm a real student with a life outside of football. It's all the same things Arch Manning said during his recruitment. And I kind of put that in the back of my mind and said, okay, this kid's looking at this a little different just than football. And he wants a big-time football university, but he also wants a place where he's not just going to be known as a football player and he can have a life outside of football as a college student. And that's hard to do at some places. Uh, and I think that would be the tough thing with him at Missouri. So I think that, along with Sark's offense, A.D. Mitchell, Xavier Worthy, expected to go pro. There's opportunity. He's a midterm graduate, so he feels like he can come in and seize an opportunity. Um, and, and really the quarterback room at Texas. You know, Arch Manning, Malik Murphy, guys coming in. I think there were a lot of things in Texas corner at the end of the day. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Very interesting. Uh, good good notes there. Uh, Jerry, he's one of three receivers, maybe four in this class at this time, uh, including Parker Livingstone out of Lovejoy, Freddie DeBose Jr. out of Smithson Valley, perhaps Aaron Hampton out of Carth, or excuse me, out of uh, Dangerfield. Um, 
you know, is Texas likely done now at receiver in the high school ranks? Uh, we know they're probably not done in the portal potentially. I mean, right. geez, they, 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 if they're going to graduate four, three or four or lose and lose two more to the portal, you'd think they might have to go to the portal themselves. But what, what are your thoughts on, on this receiver group as a whole? It's, so there's certainly bigger guys than Texas has gone with pre, prior. I mean, nope. Jonte Cook, for example, would be smaller right. than all three of these uh, commitments and receivers for Texas. Yeah, so I think what it tells you is Texas feels good about the future of the slot wide receiver position, right? They like those guys. They like the, so- the soft hands and smoothness of Moore, the explosiveness of Niblet, the versatility of Jonte Cook, um, who can play outside or in the slot. Uh, but, yeah, I think they're obviously looking for size at receiver in this class. What's interesting to me, and we'll have to check on here in two or three days, is Isaiah Williams, the recent offer at Carrollwood Day, because he's not the same position as Ryan Wingo. Ryan Wingo is going to be looked at to play that position A.D. Mitchell's play, uh, where uh, Isaiah Williams is more in that Xavier Worthy mold and position. So we'll see. Is Texas still going to go all out? for Isaiah Williams, trying to get him on campus here in the next couple of weeks, or are they just going to go to the portal? That's what will be interesting to see. Uh, And I don't think we have that answer yet, but he's the only other guy on the board right now. It's interesting. Look, two of the last three commitments have been five stars, Brandon Baker, uh, Zena Umiozulu, and then now uh, Ryan Wingo. Uh, Colin Simmons earlier during the school year uh, or during the football season, late, late, late August, I believe that was. Um, the Longhorns are slowly but surely adding to the pie, and each one seems to be a big timer, right? Yeah. Everybody wants everything to happen. Boom, boom, boom. This is what we've talked about. Let it play out, right? Yeah. Start it, it, stays after those guys. It's different because of the season they had in 2022, but this is kind of reminding me of the 2022 class a little bit, where it was later developing – the coaching carousel opened up some possibilities uh, for Texas, obviously with Kelvin Banks, Cam Williams in, the, in that class late. Uh, and then DJ Campbell didn't, he signed early, but didn't announce until late. Um, it, it's reminding me of that class a little bit with a, a really strong close for Steve Sarkeesian and staff. And I think Texas fans have to get used to this recruiting if they're not already. And we have hundreds and thousands of new uh, subscribers here to On Texas Football that are getting used to this Texas recruiting under Sarkeesian. This is recruit through the whistle. There's a reason we started using this term because Sark is, these guys aren't worried about recruiting like maybe we are or the fans are. I mean, look, they just offered Xavier Phil Simi three, four weeks ago. He's a number, he's a five star safety. Can they flip him? I don't know, but they're going to try. I mean, they're not giving up. Uh, you know, they're in the lead for Kobe Black, another five-star. They haven't given up on Wardell Mack, committed to Florida. I mean, they're sitting in there battling on guys that are committed to other SEC schools, guys they see as difference makers at the high school level. And if they miss out on those guys and only sign the number eight class instead of number five class, they'll go right to the portal. You know what it feels like to me, this recruiting, that, and, and, and I would – I think a lot of people, a lot of Texas fans grew up or were familiarized with recruiting in the internet era with Mac Brown's way of this avalanche of commitments. And it's not that Tom Herman or Charlie Strong went away from that, but this feels more like the old school slow burn as you go into the December, November, December timeframe uh, that that, uh, some predecessors 
uh, really uh, had to push on. So that's interesting. Uh, all right, Jerry, huge commitment for the Longhorns. Yes. Try to encapsulate, encapsulate what it means for Texas on the whole. Well, I, I, Bobby, we've talked about this a long time. We, we need to mention this. He's from St. Louis. That hasn't happened much at Texas. And that's an area I, I think the Longhorns can have success in, especially moving to the SEC. Um, Oklahoma's had success for years, Kansas City, St. Louis area. Texas has never really pushed in that area. Maybe this is going to open some eyes in that area for the Texas Longhorns moving forward because Ryan Wingo is a very popular kid up there. He's a known name. The family's very known up there. There's been multiple prospects come out of that family uh, that were nationally recruited. But I think it's just another sign that Sark is uh, he's not messing around now. This is a national recruiting program. Your last two commitments, modern day in California and Santa Ana and St. Louis, Ryan Wingo. That is a sign. And your recent offers, guys, Isaiah Williams at Tampa, Carroll Wood Day, Dimitri Nicholas at Miami, Norland. When's the last time Texas offered anybody from Miami, Norland High? We can't think about the last time. So this is a national recruiting program, and this was a national recruiting win in an area that Texas hasn't won recruitments in very much in my years doing this, if ever. Yeah, absolutely. Huge commitment. Uh, 19th commitment for the Longhorns now. Three consists of five stars on the board for Texas. Uh, certainly headed for a top 10 class, it looks like, if they can just finish out as expected here. Uh, Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas, you're on the road today. Thanks for stopping off. We're going to do a, a special live stream as well uh, on Ryan Wingo, so please visit us for that if you haven't already uh, watched that or been watching it. Also, want to mention InsideTexas.com is where Jerry and I, uh, Justin Wells, who went up and saw Ryan Wingo in person uh, back in, uh, I believe it was in early September, uh, got a chance to meet with him. He's going to have something on Inside Texas. Joe Cook will as well. Uh, all the information you need on InsideTexas.com. All right, Jerry, I appreciate it, man. And we'll talk to you again soon. For Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. Ryan Wingo, hook him.